What's going on, man? Welcome back to the basement. I'm Ron, and today we're going to talk through my must-add waiver wire targets for week 16 of the fantasy football season. It is semifinals week. We are in the playoffs, and I usually give you guys 10 players all under 50% owned in ESPN. Today we're doing six. These end up being me just kind of repeating the same players. I think all six players we've talked about in the past before, so I don't want to just keep giving you guys stuff you've already heard. And then also information overload, right? playoffs let's just lock in on the players that matter take out all the noise there's not really going to be time and space for stashes at this point so just can these players contribute this week give you something out there for fantasy football so again six players as always if you enjoy make sure down below subscribe leave a like let's go now first up we're going to talk about Ty Chandler. We talked about him last week, I believe, um, and he's even more of an ad now. He's probably not available, but if he is, the entire clip has to be emptied. Everything that you have in your chamber, I don't care who your running backs are, Ty Chandler is the guy to own for this fantasy playoff run. Every single game matters. And Ty Chandler took over for Alexander Madison this week and gave you 23 carries, 132 yards, a touchdown with three catches for 25 yards. He played 81% of the snaps pure bell cow, any game that Alexander Madison is not in, Ty Chandler is a top 15-ish type of play. Now, shout out to um, Edwin Porras. I believe that's at FB Injury Doc, uh, but I don't want to get that wrong. But yeah, so Edwin Porras, he is a uh, injury owner yeah, at FB Injury Doc on Twitter, and he has a projected timetable for every single player that was like hurt or dealing with injury this week, and it's a really good thing to look at when it comes to just, I guess, fantasy football in general, waivers, start sits, all of that. You can see Tyree Kill, Geno, pretty much everyone. Ty Chandler, you, you look down to Alexander Madison. He's not projected to return until week 17. So you get most likely at least one more week without Alexander Madison, maybe another one in week 17. We'll truly see of Ty Chandler being the main guy. And that is absolutely massive. Like Ty Chandler could be this year's, I'm trying to think of who it was last year, like Jerick McKinnon last year, before that Rashad Penny. One of these guys that comes out of nowhere during the fantasy playoffs at the running back position and just completely bails you out. Now, another one who definitely fits in this category, but it's a little bit tougher because Josh Jacobs, you can see on this list or on this list here, Josh Jacobs is projected to return week 16 or week 17. So it's pretty much like a coin flip of whether or not you can start Zamir White this week. But in terms of what we get from Zamir White when Josh Jacobs misses a game. This was in a such a weird game script. We didn't talk about it on the top 10 lessons learned because it was a Thursday game, but it's like what it was like a 60 to 20 win or something crazy like that on Thursday night. Samir White had 17 carries, 69 yards, and a touchdown, four targets, three catches, 16 yards. That was the crazy part. He ran more routes than Amir Abdullah. So he was like truly the bell cow without Josh Jacobs, which is huge. He had over 20 uh, opportunities. So in any game that Josh Jacobs doesn't play, Samir White is an RB2. At worst, again, I don't know if he, he actually is more likely to be on waivers at this point. I think he's only owned like 10% of ESPN League. Zamir White definitely got to pick up, especially because he was the Thursday game. Maybe some people were sleeping on the Zamir White pickup. Uh, he could still be hanging around out there. Then again, we have our Chiefs running backs here. Uh, and you can see on the projected uh, return, Pacheco week 16. So this is where it gets tough. It seems that Pacheco is most likely back this week. But in the event he misses, both Chiefs running backs uh, are startable running backs at this point. McKinnon had four carries for 11 yards, three targets, three catches, 19 yards, and a touchdown. So he turned like seven touches again 
I think he's done this in back-to-back weeks. Yeah, back-to-back weeks, he has turned six touches or seven touches into 12.7 PPR points and 16.2 PPR points. So that's fine. And then Clyde Edwards-Alaire, again, the uh, clubhouse leader in touches where he had 13 carries for 37 yards, four catches, 64 yards, and a touchdown. He had 20 PPR points. So both these guys combined for 36. Again, any week where Pacheco doesn't play, both of these guys are startable. They're playing versus the Raiders, who I believe have been pretty favorable this year to running backs, allowing the... 11th most points to running back. So not all that great, but still something to keep an eye on. Both guys work worth adding just depending on kind of what happens with Pacheco here. He could tweak something. They could shut him down until the playoffs. And then in week 17, you have a league winner. I think if you can roster either of these guys on your bench, even if you don't have an immediate need at running back, I think that it is the play. Now, moving on to our wide receivers here. First up, we have... Do I not have Noah Brown loaded up? I don't. I do not have Noah Brown loaded up. I should have it. Man, I did not take a picture of Noah Brown. No, I, I literally love Noah Brown. New Jersey representative. Guy grew up literally 20 minutes away from me. Fun fact, his hometown is actually the same hometown as Jesse James West, the fitness influencer. Both of those guys are like 20 minutes away from me in terms of where they grew up. Not that any of you guys care. I'm honestly just filling time so I can get this picture for you guys. Uh, but Noah Brown, he came out here and he put up... 22 points on the week just an absolutely insane like I mean if you were desperate enough to start Noah Brown this week and he came up big for you I mean you have to be feeling absolutely amazing about Noah Brown but here he is we did the picture we did that all live we're professionals here but he put up 11 targets 8 catches 82 yards and a touchdown and I think the most impressive part is he did that with Case Keenum now CJ Stroud should be back soon if we look at the injury uh, timetable projected return CJ Stroud week 16 slash to be determined so it's tough with the concussion we really don't know when he'll be back could be this week could be next the issue is that he does have the Cleveland Browns this week which is a tough uh matchup here where the Browns are allowing I think that they're allowing yeah the second least to wide receivers so Noah Brown not a not an awesome start this week but then he does get the Titans in week 17 which could be a league winning week there regardless he has led the Texans and targets each of the last two weeks he is essentially their wide receiver one until Nico Collins comes back is he on this list week 16 week 17 so it both CJ Stroud and Nico Collins are up in the air again and Noah Brown this week is probably like a top 36 wide receiver um with like wide receiver two upside in weeks not against the Cleveland Browns now our fifth player that's a must add in my eyes is Curtis Samuel nothing really to do with injury uh, Curtis Samuel's just been solid this year. That's the kind of the funny part with Curtis Samuel is like, hasn't been anything too crazy, but when you just look at what he's done on the year, uh, it's been solid. Like over his last three games, he has 16.9 points per game, which would be like fringe wide receiver one numbers in terms of points per game. He's been great. This past week, he had nine targets, five catches, 41 yards, and two touchdowns. He has games where he'll get a touchdown or two. He has games where sometimes he'll take a carry. He has games sometimes where he had one uh, week 12 versus Dallas with 12 targets, nine catches. He's this jack-of-all-trades that kind of gets there uh, in weird ways. So Curtis Amos, someone that's just, just a nice flex play rest of season. And then our last player here that we're going to talk through is Josh Downs. Now, Josh Downs has cooled off, admittedly. If you look at Josh Downs' stats over the last couple of weeks here, or honestly the last like five or so weeks, it hasn't been great. He started off super, super hot. Then since week eight, he has not been over 10 PPR points. After going over 10 PPR points in... You know, from weeks three through eight, he had 10 or more PBR points in all but one game. And then since week eight, he hasn't hit 10 since. Now, we have a Michael Pittman injury. Michael Pittman has 
a uh i believe that it's a concussion from the kazee hit uh that was pretty pretty nasty now michael Pittman is he on this list he is not i wonder if that means i mean i I don't see a world where Michael Pittman plays this week, but I could be completely talking out of my ass here. Um, regardless, we know that Michael Pittman is banged up. I'm looking on Twitter to see what they say. Um, just in terms of, I'd imagine that he's going to miss a game or two, right? I think I think it's too early for anything to be uh, super, super firm on how long he misses concussion. I guess it's just going to be concussion protocol, and he could definitely... He could definitely just beat the concussion protocol this week. We'll see. It was a pretty brutal concussion. I would I would call him about a coin flip uh, to play this week. So with that being said, Josh Downs, I would like him a ton if Pittman was to miss. They throw the ball a ton. They pass the ball, or they run a lot of plays. They actually have, like, in terms of run-pass rate tendencies on the Colts, they're a run-heavy team, but because they run so many plays, they end up passing the ball regardless, moving the ball regardless. And if Pittman was gone, Pittman, a guy who is an absolute target hog, uh, before this last game, he had 11 targets, 16 targets, 13 targets, 12 targets in his last four. If that now clears away and you get Josh Downs in the mix, he is somebody that could be, you know, when rookie wide receivers get hot, we've seen Jaden Reed be that guy recently. Uh, we've seen Rashi Rice be that guy recently, kind of the stories of the fantasy playoffs, Jack Smith and the Jigba last night. This is the time of year, you know, we talk about every single week on these waiver wire shows, you roster rookie wide receivers, what they do down the stretch. It is very nice to see a lot of these rookie wide receivers being league winners down the stretch. Josh Downs could throw his name in the ring or his hat in the ring if this Pittman injury is serious. Now, they play against Atlanta. Atlanta has A.J. Terrell, so it's actually a decent matchup for Josh Downs regardless where uh, if Pittman plays, A.J. Terrell is going to be uh, shadowing Pittman a lot of the game. I think A.J. Terrell is one of the few guys in the NFL that actually does kind of do a little bit of shadowing on the outside, and the slot's actually been the weakest part of that Falcons defense. Someone to look out. I do like Josh Downs as a sneaky uh, rookie wide receiver that could have a league winning stretch run here um, in the fantasy playoffs. But that's going to do it for us today. Six players real quick, just in case those of you guys are out there still in your league playoffs. I hope that everyone that subscribed is still in their league playoffs, but it's just not really how the cookie crumbles. Regardless, best of luck in the fantasy playoffs. I think pretty much I'll have content out on the Patreon. Maybe we'll do a stream before the weekend. I'll see, but it is tough. Holidays are coming up. Things are happening over by me. So this is the last time I talk to you guys until after Christmas. I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, all of that good stuff, all of the above. Um, I do really, really appreciate you guys if you're watching this deep into the season. That means, you know, you really do rock with the Ron Stewart channel because we are at week 16 um, and you guys are still hanging around. But I'm very excited for what we have coming in the offseason, for some things that we have coming up here. Um, as always, if you are new, subscribe, leave a like, and I will see you all in the next one. Like this froze, uh, like this froze uh.